Hello, Podwalkers, and welcome to another episode of the Goblin Lore Podcast. I'm laughing right now because uh, I I got in my goblin hastiness, hit hit record right as Taya was mentioning that we don't have a question for today, which is pretty accurate for how we've been operating lately. Yeah, so I I don't have a question for today. I'm hoping that by the time I get around to one of my co-hosts, they will have thought of one. I kind of so, have a question. I kind of have a thing we can ask that fits, and maybe we do it a little later rather than in the opening. Sounds good, Alex. That's great. I'm glad somebody is is thinking. So, um, so if you don't know us, we are the Goblin Lore Podcast. This is kind of a little bit different of an episode. It's it's a cool episode. We're we have a preview for you all. Uh, our second ever preview card for Magic the Gathering. So we want to thank Wizards of the Coast for providing us with the card. We're going to talk about the card it's itself. Uh, with totally the Totally free preview card. Totally free preview card. Thank you, Taya. We did not have to kill anyone or like blow up any feats. Things or... in, a, in the city of Ravnica, nothing like that. Yeah, nothing. Legitimate business offer. Yes legitimate business free preview card <laughs> free preview legitimate I, all of this is true so we have one for ravnica and we are really really excited for this alex and i a couple of years ago got to preview you see a, a pair of goblins which was very fitting and i think that you'll see this is another one that is very fitting for us uh it is not cranko i know there was a lot of chatter among the discord in particular about that potential it was not cranko cranko was done as part of the first look and we were already kind of well aware that that would be but we do we've been telling people we have something that is cranko adjacent so we'll get to that in a second we should go around introduce ourselves and we also want to make sure that we're thanking the grinding coffee company uh, i just want to give kind of a shout out to them uh, we just finished up a couple of pounds of coffee that I had bought from them, including their amazing bourbon one. Their bourbon one is really good. And uh, just a pumpkin spice that they have at the fall that my wife really likes. But they are an LGBT woman-led and run business that is really, it's a, well, they're a coffee company, but they partner with gamers. And we are fortunate enough to have that partnership with them. So I'm Hobbskew. My pronouns are he, him. I can be found on the internet everywhere as Hobbs Q. And I'll turn it over to Alex. Hi, I'm Alex, uh, found on Twitter at underscore chronicler. My uh, pronouns are he, him as well. And Taya. Hi, I'm Taya. Uh, pronouns are she, her, or they, them. I'm Taya Transcends on Blue Sky. I did finally kick the Twitter habit and I am Musk free at this point. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I will stop tagging you then. <laughs> I was like the other day I tagged both of you and was like, eh, they're never gonna see it. <laughs> I I I'm on there about I'm I'm very infrequent. I have found something else to do on my phone, so I'm still on Twitter occasionally, but I may not have seen that uh that ping yet, actually. <laughs> depending it's on what exactly Ravnica. that was. It's about Ravnica, so it's it's fine. Yeah, so that's where we are. We are back on Ravnica, and Ravnica is a plane that we've talked um, a lot about on the show, in some ways because it is a plane ripe for kind of uh, Vorthos and and for the type of sh show that we do, just the mm -hmm. guild system, the guild structure, and just everything that goes on on Ravnica really is ripe for kind of our type of 
a, yeah. a show. There's there's yeah. a lot of a lot of good Melfos sort of topics there. A lot of mechanical things sort of melding with story things kind of together. Like the whole guild structure is literally a story thing built out of a mechanical thing where the guilds are built out of these color pairs and the colors, you know, are part of the game and how the game balance works, but are represented in universe in this way. So it's it's like you said, it's a very yeah, and then, it's a place the game comes back to a lot. And there's not as there's not many guilds that or uh, not many planes that are developed enough where they'd actually have a mental health system. But Ravnica is one of them. Yeah, for sure. And a coffee trade system. We should always yes. point that out. We got yes. more coffee flavor text than and actually, I I can't wait to. So spoiler for people, uh, Shannon will be coming back, and. She managed to get a lot of references to coffee into the story, and I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, that it, it's been a few years now, so so some newer listeners may not realize we did an entire episode. So Hobbs and and uh, former Joe, who, who was on the show a few years ago, did an entire episode based on a single flavor text that mentioned <laughs> coffee. It was a good episode. I really, I unfortunately couldn't make it, but it was it was a good episode. Yeah, that's not coffee is not what we're here to talk about today. That's what we're always here to talk about. Alex. Well, I mean, it's it's not the only thing we're here to talk about today. That's fair. Do, does someone else want to read the card or should I just go into it? Well, yeah. So we're like I said, we did not get Cranko. We waited to record because we were uncertain at first what this art was depicting. So the card is Cranko's Buzz Crusher which is pretty awesome. The art for this has already been spoiled and will be, you know, the art will be posted and the card will be posted. We'll be posting it at the same time as we release the episode tomorrow. But uh, the card is called Cranko's Buzz Crusher. It is a 4-4 for two red and two colorless. And it is an artifact creature insect thopter. It is a 4-4 thopter. With flying and trample. Yeah, and trample. Yeah, yeah. Thopters are getting a glow up. Making it. It's not a goblin, but there are goblins in the art. Yeah. So I said it was Cranko adjacent. Let me let me just pause one moment on the art. Am I correct that there are exactly three goblins in the art? There are three goblins in the art. There are three goblins in the art, Alex. Just you know, just just (laughs) just in case that number of goblins is a significant number of goblins for any. We moved from. but that's not all. The that's card all. has the text. When Krenko's Buzz Crusher enters the battlefield, for each player, destroy up to one non-basic land that player controls. For each land destroyed this way, its controller may search their library for a basic land card, put it on the battlefield tapped, then shuffle. How many non-basic problematic lands are there in Commander you would like to deal with? <laughs> uh, yeah, Many. It's kind of cool because uh, didn't we originate with Ghost Quarter on Ravnica or was that? Yeah, Ghost my... Quarter yes. started in Ravnica as far as I remember. It's from the Deception. first. Yeah. The, the very, yeah, first reference to it. It's kind of funny. We get basically a, a Ghost Quarter-like effect except only for non-basics. You for, can't for, destroy your friend's basics. For all basics. players at four mana. Yeah. 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 yeah switch, and it's switch. up to, so you don't have to take out one of yours. Don't worry. Though, though, for for what I was saying about a question that we might want to do, like where we might use this card, I might actually blow up one of my own because I'm honestly <laughs> thinking about this as a to go into my Zyra deck. That's what I was thinking. 
I have I have my uh, Zyra Irene deck as a green, red, black, just land centric deck. And there's lots and lots of reasons why I want lands to come into the battlefield and lands to go to the graveyard. And this gives me one of each if I blow up my own thing. It's so. also a four fourth opter. Like, yeah, it, and it, it's not bad to just be on the field after that. Yeah, and it's good to help take out, like, honestly, in the deck, I try to run a larger number of basics for various reasons. And so th- this is very strange to, this might actually, in a way, take place of, of like, strip mine for me. So that I can run another basic in the deck. Oh, yeah. And in limited, you might not even care about that second whole second mm-hmm. block of text. It's still a four four trample flyer for four oh, mana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like in limited and it is a rare. So like we didn't say that yeah. it is a rare. Uh, it is a main set rare. And it's kind of funny to me because it is, as you were saying, Taya, it, it is like a multiplayer card on the surface. You know, because it's for each player, yeah, each right? Player. Like it has that right. ability to, to. It's kind of cool to, to be able to be, like you said, it could be a limited bomb. Like I would absolutely snag this in limited. Yeah, four, 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 four flying trampler is good. I don't know what problematic non basics you're going to be coming across in limited yet, but there aren't there coming to play tap type lands that surveil. Yeah, that that part. Yeah, that part's going to come into play less often. But still, the, yeah, 4-4 four, four Flying Trample is so good. So you can't, we, obviously, you can't see the art. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to tell you about it. We Alex mentioned there are three goblins. So we've moved up from, you see a pair of goblins when it was just Alex and I. And now that Taya's on the show, we needed three. And Wizards was nice enough to make sure we had three in the art. So pretty excited about that. Yeah, thank the, you, Wizards. Thank you, wizards. These goblins are basically standing atop the buzzcrutcher, hanging from the buzzcrutcher, and flying. Well, well, kind of goblin like flying, yeah, falling with style. Yeah, well, I guess the fellow with the axe looks like he's, he's ready for something. It looks like this was planned. <laughs> Maybe not this is, that may this is not some really cool art from Joshua Raphael. Yes. Yes, thank you. They've for- got the classic nice Ravnica thing. cityscape in the background. They're absolutely wrecking the the foreground landscape. Wherever they're landing, they are just yeah, whatever, tearing it up. Whatever non basic land know. is right in front of them, they're blowing it up. <laughs> Hope it's Sun Home. Is that the Boros yeah. area? Let's ruin that garrison. <laughs> we have a bone to pick with the with the with the boros right now anyway maybe that's what they're doing we don't know what's going on story wise with this card maybe they're yeah. on their way to break out Cranko. so if people don't know spoilers Cranko gets arrested at the end of the story <laughs> i'm sure he's fine he's fine yeah it was for show aurelia needed to do something and was mad she's yeah. always mad she's there there has not been a point since they have introduced her in the story where she is not mad at something. Aurelia needs to hang out with Angrath and actually learn proper anger management is all I'm saying. <laughs> so we, one of the reasons that we, we waited to record on this was because we don't know what obviously what where, where it might fit. We know that it's kind of a cool thing. The possessive part suggests this large stopper belongs to Cranko. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's his way to get around. 
Yeah. But it is his known as his buzz crusher. So notice it's not legendary. So perhaps he has multiple buzz crushers. (laughs) Lots of buzz crushers. And they're not equipment. I mean, or um, vehicles. Vehicles. No, and this thing's the size of a bus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're not kidding. This is a large thopter. If you're thinking ornithopter, (laughs) think bigger. (laughs) No, No, and I I did pull up Scryfall. This is one of the largest thopters in the game. There's a a 4.5 that costs 8, and a 5.5 thopter assembly that costs 6. Those are the only ones I'm seeing with power and toughness. That exceed. Oh yeah, Thopter assembly. Yeah, Thopter assembly and Spotter Thopter is the four, five, okay. four, eight from uh, one of the Dominaria but, sets that I I missed. So if people don't know, so Josh Joshua Raphael, who did the art, has done. I I looked up. It's like sixty ish cards, some duplicates. Duplicates newer. I mean, I think earliest I saw was Dominaria, maybe. I don't know. One of the Innistrad sets, but they, they they've been they've been doing really great promo art or art of some updated ones from uh, some of the like uh, the heroic intervention. Is that from the? Uh, is that the forty k? No, it's from one of the oh the Tales of Middle Earth heroic intervention, which is absolutely gorgeous. The last chance that came out that was part of Dominaria Remastered, which is when I love those spells. And I love the flavor text. I only had time to read half the spell, but I'm pretty sure this will work. Last chance, I love the two mana done. So just Joshua has done some great pieces already. This was one of the first ones that really stood out to me. It, it just, I mean, more for my style. The goblin on top of the Thopter's sword hung high above the air in triumph is just it's goals i want that to be me (laughs) yeah that's good do uh either of you have have a place you might play this card so uh i was looking at it it could easily slot into my slime foot and squee deck because just the, the ability on it oftentimes I, is just something that I could use for value. And then when I'm looping living deaths, it could also just continue <laughs> to be value. I mean, yeah. Yeah, ETBs when you're looping living death is is a yeah. good thing. Yeah, so just being able to destroy more non-basic land. So even if I can't win, if I can just change a person's mana base. I like, I like having answers to mana bases. I was talking about this earlier today um, on Twitter that I, I tend to run like strip mine, ghost quarter, and potentially wasteland in almost every EDH deck. I just think having like silver bullet answers for problematic non basics is something that I highly encourage. So I, I I really like this, and like I said, I I, I think having a this could even maybe find its way into my Sir Gwen deck, and I kind of laugh because I think of it as that um, Thopters holding swords just sounds fun to me since it's an equipment <laughs> deck. Yeah. The other interesting thing to me about this, and it, it's going to come bring us back to Cranko himself, is it, it was a really interesting thing to think of artifact creatures being associated with goblins that aren't is it, and with Cranko himself. Yeah, that's where I'm like wanting. I'm like like theory crafting why Cranko has this this well, doctor. And, 
Yeah, and we have as as we're seeing as as the card previews are coming out, the goblins in the set, including Krenko himself, have a lot more artifact synergy than I think we've seen historically from the Ravnican goblins. Like like the uh, Mirrodin goblins have been about artifacts, you know, since the beginning, and and the is it. Honestly, is it? I, now that I think about it, I don't do a ton with artifacts necessarily either. They're a lot more sorcery and instance. Yeah, so they're a lot it, more sorcery and instance. I mean, they yeah, there's yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting to see this this identity sort of coming. And I I wonder if this is driven by something or if this is something new that they're kind of trying to do give to goblins just everywhere or or what? I mean, some of that we'll just see. Yeah, because we had the um, we had like the goblin bard that mm-hmm. ca- cares about like um, artifacts being sacrificed. Is is that correct too? Yep. Yeah, and, and then Krenko himself. So we'll talk Krenko, Baron of Tin Street. So Krenko's gotten another upgrade. So we've gone now from mob boss to kingpin to I I guess Baron. Baron's got to be higher than kingpin. Seems like it. Yeah. I think so. But the ability on this is is sacrifice an artifact, put a plus one, plus one counter on each goblin you control. Mm-hmm. And then whenever an artifact is put into our graveyard from Battlefield, you can pay R. If you do, create a 1-1 one, one goblin. I mean, it, he's still spitting out goblins, but it's like, it's, it's, it's basically yeah. around this sacrificing of artifacts, which is, as you said, this is new for Ravnica. Yeah, and it's interesting too. And this is a almost a complete aside, but that's what I like to do. He also has a what I find to be a really interesting piece of design space where he has haste and then also a tap activation. So haste potential. I mean, Cranko is a three three, so you could be hasting him, bringing him in hasty to swing. But I, that design space of haste being used to accelerate not combat but tap activations is interesting to me. Yeah, bring him in if you already have an army, say, from another Cranko ability or something, and then just, like, buff everything up. I mean, it's, it's, it is. It, it, I, when, when Cranko came out with that ability and then we saw this card being an artifact, it's really making for some interesting discussion of, I guess, what goblins, ma- mainly guildless goblins, I would say, the mm-hmm. ones that, that, are, that are not guild affiliated based on, uh, you know, because the only ones we really see are the is it that are affiliated and um the ones we've seen so far yeah that, that is a have good have this artifact is like the guildless ones that is a good call up that, that maybe maybe they're putting that artifact synergy in the in with the guildless which I'm always interested in you know yes. me I love the guildless oh, yeah. I like I'm all about the guildless I mean that's that's where I I'm interested to see kind of what's going on so I made you know reference to Krenko being arrested by Aurelia. So at the end of our story, so we could find out that Cranko was there basically because he was functioning as a legitimate business person who may have price gouged a little. A little. Vital supplies. <laughs> I think the quote was he was selling at prices that would have made the Orzov, you know. Bl- blush? Or, yeah, no, yeah, blush I, I don't remember the quote. Clutch their, clutch their pearls or... <laughs> So it, it may have been a little high, but there it wasn't without risk. He was having to cross lines. He was having to steal from underneath the Phyrexian noses. And that's probably and, what these buzz crushers were for, were for doing some 
you know, cross the enemy lines uh, collection. Collections, yeah. That actually would make a, a lot of sense because what so Cranko is involved in murders of Karloff Manor. Uh, he did have an attempt made on his life because he is a very important person. And I will point out, he's pretty spot on. He said, well, of course I was. He stole like, oh, like he tried to kidnap the, is it Via Chino? Via Chino? I think that's yeah. Right. Kylox, uh, because he knew that he, he had some information and important people were being killed. And obviously he is an important person. And like <laughs> five minutes later, there's an attempt made on his life. I don't so, know why he would have sent his henchmen away to kidnap somebody when they would have been more useful protecting him, though. You, you know, think. you would think <laughs> maybe that was just the panic acting. Yeah. Or maybe he just didn't trust his own henchmen to protect him. He needs better quality henchmen. Yeah, that could be. I mean, I I feel like Cranko has a lot of trust issues. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear. Yeah, he was, <laughs> and he definitely felt out of place in the uh, meetings with all the guild masters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's the only I guildless think. person there. It, it, I, I'm still intrigued yeah. by... so. One of the things that's interesting is Oba made kind of um, who people don't know is the 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 part of Tristani that basically started murdering people. One of the things she highlights though is like she'd been killing people for a while. It's just that she was killing guildless people. Yeah, that and people so that, no and people didn't care about. Yeah, yeah. And so if I, when when it started being guild leaders and and folks from the guilds, that's suddenly when the guilds noticed and started to spoiler alert. By the way, if you haven't read the story yet, so hopefully Hobbs remembers to slap a spoiler alert on. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, at this <laughs> point, myself, we gotta we're pretty yeah. far out. Make a note say. to say that. Yeah, you know, yeah. When we, we said it, the the communication out, maybe want to just communicate that beforehand. Yeah. It'll go spoiler out alert. So folks can All see the card without having yeah. to deal with the spoilers. I'll put flashing lights everywhere to remind people that we're talking about people dying. The whole story, yeah. You know, if you haven't read all 10 episodes yet, please do. Shannon did a wonderful job as always. Um, if you haven't read her DVD extras, uh, I highly suggest it because she goes behind the scenes and gets a lot of her thought process in and some really funny. Um, behind the scenes stories and some quips here and there. And just her like description of what the various guilds are, are great. Yeah. Uh, so. And she even, really she even calls that Cranko is a legitimate per business person. Yes. Correctly. You're saying it may have been tongue in cheek. I'm taking it at face value. <laughs> <laughs> we I just need to talk Sean. next week. Yes, we do. But I mean, it is interesting at the end of the day that, that Cranko, you know, he was called to the meeting. He was at least important enough that that his his attempt, the attempt on his life was at least worthy of Proft bringing him in. Right. Yeah. You know, he was as notable, you know, as notable as the leaders of the guild. And that was one thing that I, you know, I thought was is. You know, I thought it was pretty interesting that you have out of all the possible guildless leaders, and there, there's obviously going to be other 
guild unaffiliated people across the whole plane that are important or you know as important or more important than Krenko, but he's somehow become this you know very well known, very important person of the guildless and important enough to be a target and be invited to this meeting with all these guild leaders. And the, his death was on par with be, be with like bringing attention to the fact like it wasn't like he was just if he had dropped dead in the street that it would have been a big deal. Well, yeah, the the attempt on his life, the attempt on his life. His death has been greatly over exaggerated. But yeah, so he he was running basically he he was profiting from war. I'm saying that reluctantly. But he th- that could easily be where these buzz crushers came from. Like that would mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. Yeah. The more yeah. that I'm thinking about this. I do still wonder what cr- so like the guild list that take on a new interesting role when it comes to murders of Karloff Manor. Like we end up at a point where the guilds still stand, right? The guilds still stand. They're kind of in ruin or at least there's a lot that's gonna have to be figured out given a bunch of dead guild leaders and trust in the guilds continues to erode because things just keep going wrong yes and the guilds are not providing answers for them no No. or or are the source of the thing going wrong sometimes to the point where you know what the it's like there's obviously a lot of resentment about it, but there was an agency designed and set up specifically to be outside of the guild structure. Yeah, much to it has this a lot may of power. The Azorius and the Boros too. Oh, they yeah. really do not like this fact. Mm-hmm. They do not at all. I loved it. Sorry, it's like anytime we could make the Azorius. Uh, sorry, it just Azorius and Boros getting upset because like other people are doing a job because there's concerns about their ability to do it effectively and unbiasedly, especially for those outside the guilds, mm-hmm. I think is really important. Right. Because as we've known since the original Ravnica block, if you're not gilded, a lot of the laws don't apply to you and your life just kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. And, and yet, and once again, that is most of the, Populous. We need to establish that in case people don't realize because the guilds are what make Ravnica Ravnica. The guild structure is fascinating and a great framework. It is still important that to realize that most people are not gilded. Speaking of someone who isn't gilded and whose life kind of sucks, I just noticed. Did, have either of you seen the the preview for the card Innocent Bystander? No. Sorry, I'm just going through the Scryfall uh, uh, preview cards for the set. And uh, there is a Goblin Citizen, by the way. Uh, Innocent Bystander is a Goblin Citizen for one in a red. Uh, whenever they're dealt three or more damage, investigate. With <laughs> your flavor text. Whoops, this isn't my street. Don't mind me. I'll just be on my way. Will you enjoy your very sharp knives? <laughs> I love this card. Well, the other thing, Alex, it's funny because the um, the gilded, the non-gilded goblins that we've been getting are goblins with jobs. Yes, we're we're back to goblins without with with jobs. Like the, yep. they they we have not had that on Ravnica really. No. no, we've gotten a lot of them in this set. We have a bard. We have a mask maker. Like these goblins are 
they're out there earning a dollar. I mean, I, I just I I love goblins with jobs. That's something we've talked about on the show. I think it's great. Yeah, it, it's been. It, it's been a set. I mean, we're we're still at this point of it. It's you know, um, the guild structure seemed on the point of collapse. The only goblin in the set that doesn't have a job is Krinko. Well, he's got he's, he's got a job. Hey, come on, he's come got on. A baron. He's a baron. He does he's have a, a title though? Yeah, he's a baron. He, he but he's he's not a he's not a noble. He's not a goblin noble. Uh, Which still isn't. oh, that's so <laughs> angering. God, I hadn't realized. You know, now I think I suspect that they put Baron on in his card sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Around in this art too. Okay, I got to take yeah, a closer look. At this. Listen, we have a goblin king, not a noble. Yet we have yeah. some stupid um like vampires on Innistrad that are nobles, and Very now Krenko is it? How did I miss this? <laughs> Oh no! I'm gonna be ranting for weeks on this yeah, one. So clearly, we're gonna to have to have another episode breaking down this whole set when the whole thing is out. We are <laughs> just the previews that are out have have, just, have got us going. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, he's the only goblin so far on Ravnica that doesn't have a job in this set. No not. job and not even a noble. He just <laughs> yeah. can't catch a break. Yep. They probably, you know what, charges. To, to really like twist the knife, they're going to have like a shatter gang brother and they'll have a job. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, that's, anyway. that's, that, that is our card, Krenko's Buzz Crusher. So a reminder, it is a 4-4 four, four, Thopter 4-4. Four, four. And we are so excited. Like I said, it was, uh, it was fun, you know, like, you know, Blake was awesome when he reached out from Wizards and said, you know, I didn't get you, Krenko, but... And I saw the name title was like, we at least get something that mentions Cranko and it belongs yeah. to him. Yeah. It was great. We Which got great. we got Cranko adjacent. It's we got Cranko adjacent yeah. and we got three awesome goblins in the art. And we got, like I said, we got a card that I am like very willing to play. And I love this exploration of artifacts with goblins. Like you're saying, Alex, if they're making this something either more just moving forward or for something to do with Ravnica, I, I'm really excited to see it. Because like cr the other Cranko, the Bard and this new Cranko go straight into the slow bad deck. And it's kind of funny because most of the cards from that are from Dominaria or Mirrodin because of that overlap of goblins with artifacts. Mm -hmm. I need to figure out what to cut into ready to put this in because it's a recurrable source non-basic land hate and commander which is something you always need and i i and absolutely need this effect in commander yeah so thank you very much wizards we hope you all enjoyed this episode it's a little bit shorter we will be back next week with shannon and uh the image will be posted up on our site and everywhere we'll have this really cool art i can't wait for you all to see it the art is absolutely gorgeous so Thank you, Wizards, and thank you, everybody, for listening. And that's our show for today. You can find all of the hosts on Twitter for now. Hobbs can be found at HobbsQ. Tay can be found at Taya Transcends. And Alex can be found at Mel underscore Chronicler. Feel free to send us any questions, comments, thoughts, hopes, and dreams to the Goblin Lore Pod on Twitter, or email us at goblinlorepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support your friendly neighborhood gobslugs, our link tree can be found on our Twitter account and in the description of today's show. 
This has everything from various discount codes to the link for our Patreon. The music for today's show was by Vintergotten, who can be found at Vintergotten at Bandcamp.com. The art was done by Stephen Raphael, who can be found at Steve Raffle on Twitter. Goblin Lore is proud to be presented by Hipsters of the Coast as part of their growing Vorthos content. Check them out on Twitter at HipstersMTG or online at HipstersOfTheCoast.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous in numbers. <laughs> <laughs>